Hello, and welcome to The Staffing Show, the only podcast that delivers tools, tips, and tactics from the staffing and recruiting industry's top executives and thought leaders. In this episode, Caitlin Delory, the Editor-in-Chief of Staffing Hub, interviews Steve Swan, Chief Information Officer of Total Med, about making smart tech choices, recruiting with a personal touch, and what AI really means for the industry. So... You joined Total Med last year after they acquired Valley Healthcare, and so you have a pretty unique perspective on the company. So tell me a little about Total Med and what you think differentiates Total Med as a staffing firm. Well, yes, we, we joined Total Med in the latter part of 2018. A smaller Sacramento company joined a much larger company in Appleton, Wisconsin, and it's been a great union Thus far, we brought the best of both worlds together, in my opinion. There are several market differentiators for TotalMed. The most conspicuous are the way that we work with our colleagues that are the the workers or clinicians that are deployed to the various facilities or payers. TotalMed is, you know, seemingly in perpetuity being complemented with the way that they hold the relationships. You can reach anybody 24 hours a day. And that, I think, is, is a very special market differentiator. The other one is our technology. I would, I would be so bold as to say that our technology surpasses anybody else's out there. And it enables us to, you know, dovetailing on that, that first comment, we built this technology because we care about the relationships we have. And it's important for us to make sure that we are ahead of the curve with putting clinicians or workers to work and not suffering through delays and making sure they get the jobs that they want. You know, gone is the the Rolodex methodology of filling the needs of our clients and putting the candidates to work. That's a very protracted process. And if our competition is not using innovation to care for their clinicians and, and workers and colleagues, then they're pretty far behind. And this, I think this dovetails right into my next question, but what are, what do you see as the top challenges facing the industry as a whole right now? It's pretty disparate. And we've got so many technologies that are out there, you know, just from a pure VMS landscape, the, the technologies that have been around for quite some time and those that are coming out today, a lot of the agencies have to either aggregate those, separate, decipher things, you know, something they look differently for this particular facility with respect to nomenclature and protocol than it does for somebody else. A lot of times the agencies are simply playing quarterback. I don't know if that's going to get better. Likely the the agencies will make it better because they will need to. They will innovate and invent around those disparities. But other than that, you know, I don't know that the, the historical challenges are any different today with finding the right quality candidate to put into the right position at the right facility. But again, I think innovation solves some of those issues. This episode of The Staffing Show is brought to you by Staffing Referrals, the only recruiter referral platform designed specifically for staffing firms. If you're like most staffing firms, you're probably not using a digital referral platform, which means you're missing up to 60% of your potential referral placements. That's where Staffing Referrals comes in. Their recruiter referral platform helps you capture more referrals by transforming your candidates and contractors into digital brand ambassadors. Why do staffing firms love staffing referrals? 
you'll instantly get a referral program like the ones used by Lyft, Uber, and Airbnb. Your recruiters get their very own brand ambassador program, and your company will get more referral leads than ever before. I think you should check it out. If you'd like to get more referral leads for your recruiters, check out their 90-day pilot. They're giving Staffing Show listeners $500 off their first 90 days. To claim your $500 discount, visit staffingreferrals.com forward slash hub. I think you'll love it. And what are some of the specific guidelines you keep in mind when pushing towards innovation that facilitates relationship building? Yeah, well, you you almost put it, hit the nail on the head with the question. As long as it doesn't compromise that relationship, there are... There are a couple of ways you can find that equilibrium. You can either balance the relationship with innovation and technology, or you can go to completely the opposite end and take out that balance and in favor of innovation and technology. It's not our opinion that that's the most favorable way to approach the relationship, but certainly takes out the personality between the, between the candidates and the agency representing them. It's that personal touch. It's the talking to somebody. It is the knowing exactly and precisely what they're looking for and really asking the right questions that could open up an opportunity the otherwise might not consider, which innovation may not be, you know, you can't innovate, you can't innovate around that relationship. So it's finding that balance Mm -hmm. with the technology. And I, uh, tell us a little about your background, because you have a pretty unique perspective on the industry as a whole. My background is probably the biggest influence on innovation in my background is impatience and being relegated to using something that somebody gives you and says, you must use this when it's not necessarily the optimal tool. My background is, is a wide range of things from developing enterprise wide applications for companies such as Hewlett Packard, even Kaiser Permanente, Hitachi, and a variety of platforms, both application and system. You couple all those things together, and it gives me the ability to have a perspective, including 17 years in the staffing industry, putting all those things together to find the right solutions. And it may be something that we can, we can build. It may be something that we can buy. Mm-hmm. But putting and them all together any, to make the best solution. And are there any specific tools or tactics that you'd like to share that have been differentiators for TotalMed? I am a big Salesforce fan. I think that they have... Mm-hmm. You know, there's, a, there's an older platform called IBM Domino and IBM Notes, and, and, and Salesforce reminds me of that platform where you can very quickly build and deploy applications that the company can use at an enterprise level, you can use at a commercial level. It can really take the place of a lot of the manual operations that a company would, would otherwise go through. So Salesforce has really enabled us to build a better platform. And we use all custom objects. We are we're very good at, at the innovation side and, and recognizing a problem and then building it from the ground up. And are there, tell me what you can about your tech stack as a whole. Like what other types of tools does Total Med rely on to differentiate them? Well, I'm, I'm a big believer in a common platform. So Salesforce is becoming our common platform, both from an operational perspective and a, a commercial perspective. But being able to aggregate all of the disparate systems is rather unique. And I think it's, it's a challenge that a lot of companies are facing today, even outside of our industry. We have been, I, I would say, uniquely innovative in taking multiple systems and getting them to talk to each other 
so that we can be very efficient from your accounting system to your payroll system, to your billing system, to your ATS, to your marketing platform, making it so we don't have multiple systems that don't talk to each other, requiring multiple operators, instead creating a common platform so that we can all work together. That's really what we have done. I think we've done it very well, automating some of the things that really compromise the relationship. If, if we're spending 20 minutes on administrative operational tasks that otherwise could be spent talking to a candidate about what they're looking mm-hmm. for, well, let's automate that piece so that we can re-inject the relationship piece that otherwise would be spent on operational administrative tasks. And uh, I think we've done that very, very well. So it sounds like a lot of your tech decisions are built around exactly that, around what will facilitate better relationships as opposed to automate just for automation's sake. And so I was wondering what, looking forward a bit, what disruptive tech or or what from AI to blockchain, looking towards the future, what tech is top of mind for you right now? Well, it depends. I, I think the, the discussion about artificial intelligence, blockchain, in fact, I was at a conference. In fact, you were at that conference as well, Kaylin. That was back in May. It, it, <laughs> it was the, I would say, the dominant discussion, although I would contend probably 95% of the audience didn't necessarily comprehend what they were talking about or what they were listening to. Right. The direction of both, I think, still remains to be seen. There are only a few companies that have, that have broached the use of AI and blockchain, we use one company and have, have a very good relationship with them. And if you're able to leverage those technologies, you will be able to use predictive analytics in order to obtain an outcome faster than your competitor. And marrying those opportunities, creating the marketplace is exactly what AI and blockchain is going to do for us. And mm-hmm. so, you know, I hear often agencies or other company representatives say, you know, at what point do you say, we can't automate, we're going we're gonna to automate and take out the relationship. You know, and it's, it's killing our business because we've automated so much that we can't have that relationship anymore. And my response is always the same when you're creating the wrong stuff. I mean, everything that you do should be in order to support and, and build that relationship, not replace it. Mm-hmm. So AI, going out, you know, there are two sides to the AI. There's from the candidate side and there's from the placement side. Both of them married together with AI can create that marketplace and enables the recruiter or representative to be on the same page quicker than they otherwise would be able to. And I, so it's, and I, it's building that, it's finding those opportunities quicker and putting that person in front of the hiring manager or the decision maker faster than we otherwise would be able to. And I, I think that this is a good point of clarification because so many people in the audience, in the conferences that I've been to, don't, aren't on the same page about what AI is. So, could you talk a little bit about what we're talking about in staffing sure. when we say AI? Yeah, AI can take a variety of different roles. There's a company out there, Daxtra, that I think does it very, very well, and that is being able to interpret something and get smarter as you go along. So we built, we built our own AI components where as an order comes in, I talked about the disparity from 50 to 75 different VMS platforms everybody will call something different. So the nomenclature is unpredictable. So as something comes in, let's say it's an order for, say a registered nurse working on ICU, ICU unit. Somebody may say that that's for a registered nurse, for an RN, for ICU, for intensive care unit, for critical care unit. 
So all those permutations of that identification can be very difficult to manage. But once you identify it, the system gets smarter. It knows that the next time that order comes in from that hospital, and they have called it critical care, that can be translated to your intensive care unit nomenclature. Well, as you're getting these, these fire hose of thousands of orders, they are then named and identified and grouped more intelligently than they otherwise would. Think of a person sitting at a desk. Every time an order came in, they got a piece of paper and they had to have an eraser, erase it and write the correct unit name according to your organization every time they got that order. Well, for us, AI solves that problem. Think of the Daxter has solved it with, with resumes and parsing. You know, every time they get something like uh, CNA, they know that means certified nurse assistant or PACI, they know that means you know, post-anesthetic care unit. It just gets smarter as it goes along. This episode of The Staffing Show is brought to you by TextUs. You might remember TextUs for their conversational text messaging software that helps recruiters communicate faster with candidates. Since launching four years ago, TextUs has become the largest provider of text messaging to the staffing industry. In fact, over 500 staffing firms choose TextUs more than any other texting software on the market. Why are they so popular? Because getting a hold of the top talent is more difficult than ever. That's where TextUs comes in. Their real-time communication platform helps your recruiters cut through the noise and get a response. If you want to increase recruiter productivity, you should check out TextUs. You can claim your staffing show exclusive free 30-day pilot by visiting textus.com forward slash hub. Just go to textus.com forward slash hub to claim your pilot and start recruiting in real time. And taking your example, that ability for the machine to get smarter in that aspect in resume parsing or in grouping candidates, it's not going it's not a robot taking the place of your recruiters. It's taking over the work that all your recruiters hate. Exactly. Going back to my earlier point, you know, if our recruiters are spending 20% of their time or 20 minutes for every hour looking at orders and trying to decipher them from all these different VMS platforms, that does a disservice to the candidate they're representing. Being able to replace that now empowers them to have an intelligent discussion quicker about the opportunities that exist that are the right opportunities for them. You know, the old days were, well, give me, give me 30 minutes and I'll call you back. Well, our recruiters don't need to do that anymore. And our system works 24 hours a day. So it, it helps and them so build the relationship, not, not block the relationship. Sure. From the, at the beginning of the day, they know exactly who they should call and what they should talk about. And they don't have to pause. Yeah. They can just move through that system. Is that right? For, for, for us, it's 24 hours a day. So while, while other you know, competitors, their recruiters may be, and their candidates may be waiting till the recruiter comes in the next day at 9 a.m., our candidates, our recruiters, our account managers, our business development managers all know at 2 a.m. on a Sunday, this order came through that matched, and we can submit them instantaneously. That's amazing. So how, how do you think this discussion relates to how the industry will change over the next few years? Well, we're, we're at a, I think we will become a consolidating market. And there, there are a lot of agencies out there that have, if you're starting your innovation today, it's probably too late. Um, unless you are buying a product that is going to solve that innovation dilemma for you. So I think what will shape the market are 
either the commercial products that those companies can use or those agencies can use, or you know, if the agency or the company has been innovating and developing for the past, I'll say, three to five years, they will probably still maintain a foothold or expand it by taking market share going forward. Those who haven't will become, will become those that are folded up under other companies or they will just die on the vine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense to me. And uh, do you, what do you think this consolidation, what do you think the effect of this consolidation will be on the candidate experience? I think it depends on the consolidator. You know, for, for our company and our organization, we have phenomenal NPS scores. People like working with us, like working for us. So if take a candidate that's working for a company that goes back to that Rolodex model, well, it's going to be a far better experience than they otherwise would have. You know, if they're waiting days to find an opportunity, well, now they get to go to a company that is not only a great company to work for, but they can get those opportunities quicker and provide income to their families faster than they otherwise would be able to. So from where I sit, it's going to be a better experience for those candidates. And what do you see on the horizon for TotalMed? Well, with a little bit of bias, I think that we will be the, the elephant in a lot of people's living room for, for years to come. We are growing at an exponential rate that I don't think this industry has, has seen, but for only a few companies. And because we have the innovation and technology, we can diversify into other vertical markets and our clients and candidates can take advantage of the innovation and technology that we've developed for those markets that were our core markets for so long. So we can be the, we can grow organically or we can, you know, exponentially grow with inorganic growth at the same time because of our technology. So more to come, that would be a, that's our, that's our skywriting message for you. More to come. More to come from More to come. <laughs> Keep reading the newspaper. <laughs> Keep looking for that PR. Keep reading the PR newswire. <laughs> well, thank you so much. Absolute pleasure. Thanks so much, Kaylin. Thanks for listening to The Staffing Show. Don't forget to sign up for our newsletter at staffinghub.com to never miss an episode. Until next time. <laughs>